The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Savanya Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. Despite the Coterie's desperate efforts, the right hand escaped. Valen eventually lost his trail in the parking lot and realized he'd disappeared further into town. Doris tasted his spilt blood and confirmed that he had diabolized other elder vampires, the highest crime. And Everett was berated by the prince, who decided without evidence that Lilith must be disguised as another clan leader. Does Doris' latest tarot reading prophesy the demise of the day shift? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. You are all meeting up. Everett, would you have gone to the hospital? Would you have stayed at the scene here? Or would you have gone back to the station? Is there any way I can heal from aggravated damage tonight? I will allow, if you can give yourself a ton of blood, mm. to roll. Uh, you need to roll four rouse checks worth of blood and then take a night really easy. Well, tonight's not the night to take it easy. So I will uh, <laughs> I will go to the Malkavian Quarter with everyone else then. So you're staying yeah, in this I'm, quarter. I'm, you're already in it. You're right. You're right. Yes. Um, oh, fuck. Then why did you run away and get in a car? Anyway. Well, Doris uh, will have words for you. Great. Yeah. Uh, no, he's he's got to stay, I think. All right. Evangeline, Val, good boy, I say, <laughs> looking lower down. No players <laughs> Yay! here. The three of you are back at the scene as Doris, you finally see this fully yep. realized card. So you're all here for this conversation in front of the burning building mm -hmm. that firefighters are watching while hosing down neighboring buildings, trying to stop the fire from spreading further. Right. Uh, you said that you don't know what direction his car went in, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering how many people live in the Val Miller Protection Building? None of you have that number specifically. You don't know how many of the office, daytime officers are married, how many of them have mm -hmm, kids. You know it's a significant number How many number daytime of officers are there? There are 20. There are 20. Plus Barty. Okay. Why do you ask? And she's going to just kind of silently hold up her tarot card um, with the 20 skeletons in front of the Valmelia Protection Building with the red hand dripping blood with a scythe over it and say, um, it's finally appeared. And it did so when I touched it with my bloody finger, with the blood from Horatio. I'm thinking that might be significant. Fuck, you think you went after the building after hitting you? Okay, we have to assume that he's going after anything and everything. We need to, like, the, and everyone in town needs to know that would what be to a look good out target. for. We need, we need the hospital to secure all of the blood in case it goes after the supply. We need... I would go there. Doris. Can you roll me a wits and a cult mm -hmm. uh, with any bonus? Or I would allow a wits and blood sorcery. No, I'll do. Uh, <laughs> no, my occult's stronger than my. Um, okay, so I get an extra bonus. Great. For and then magic. this is related to blood. So feel yep. free to add your additional die. Yep. 
Okay. And I'll take a wits and a cult from anybody else at the same time if you all want to roll. Sure. I mean, why wits, not? Wits is good. A you may not be expert, but you've garbage. been dealing with Doris for long enough That's that you could five pick up successes. Nice. One. Two successes on two days. Y'all just haven't been listening to me. Uh, so two tens is two six, an additional two successes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then this is six successes. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Being a messy successy. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. Great. For the first time, perhaps ever, Everett and Doris, you are fully aligned. It's like your minds have melded, like that one horrifying time, but you both look at this card. <laughs> And look at the significance that's in play. Everett, you recognize the scales of justice on mm -hmm. each of these skeletons, which suggests rather than just a bunch of corpses, they are blindfolded. They have the scales of justice. These are 20 officers mm -hmm. would be your guess that are under threat. And you both look at this card and see the Val Miller family protection building, which does not suggest to you that. Horatio is going to be going to the hospital. Horatio is going to be going to other places. If all elements of this card are significant, and Doris, you believe that to be true, and Everett, you're beginning to believe this to be true with the shaft of belated dissolution. There's a bit of a strange thing with the visions there, which you might not have believed to begin with, but then Michael Arden showing up, also having had visions. I mean, I've seen magic play out hmm. like with my own eyes. Like, yeah, I, I have to... I have to admit there are things that I like don't fully understand that can be done and can be predicted even. And this messy success shows a, a subtle shift. If, if you'll agree to this, sure. if you don't, then, then we can have the other. I think this may be the shift to Doris's magic being kind of legit. Mm. Not that you have to fully trust it at all times, but just <laughs> but just you can't explain the card changing in your hat. You can't explain this card growing out of anything. And she's so averse to technology, there's no way she's like faking this out. Like a, yeah. a there's no high-tech magic trick she's yeah. doing. So you both believe that this card means Horatio will be making a play on the Val Miller family protection building. And it will be during a time when all officers are present. Because it's the only way you could get 20 dead officers out of that building. Which means you have some control over how this could occur. Mm. Because you could control when. Hmm. Are you thinking what I'm thinking, sir? I would say almost never, uh, Officer Barbara. But in this instance, uh, those 20 skeletons are officers. That's the protection center. And they need to be there. They need to be there. And then he'll be there. Right. And if they're not there, he, he won't, won't be. be there. So will Teddy and Will. Yeah. But, 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 but there's, but it's, it's the officers who need to be there, not the people. We can get the people out. And then we bring the officers in. And then it's like, it's like a prophecy. I'm a prophet. <coughs> Let's, uh... Do we need to go there now? Yeah, let's it, head over there now. Get everybody out. Get the officers in. Stake him. Well, maybe not tonight, says Everett, kind of gesturing to the right gaping the hole. hole. <laughs> uh, but he'll say, uh, we need to check it out now, though, in, in case this is a wrong read or a bad read, if he's heading there right now. We need to head over there. We've got Red Cell here in the Malkavian Quarter. We're sending ten of our officers over here as well. Ten of our officers over here. Does that mean anything? I think you're 
thinking too much into it, sir. Twenty officers at the Val Miller Protection Agency building <sighs> thing. <laughs> I hope you're right. Anyway, let's get over there. Val and Evangeline, you don't necessarily share the exact same full conviction mm-hmm. that this card is the only way things can play out. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you add or do you just follow these two back to the station and the building? Why am I am oh, I'm so hyped? I want to just be there if he's showing up or if there's pe- those people are in trouble. That is like Val <laughs> seeing red again. Uh, Evangeline is panicking, just like oh, okay. Do I need do I need to call Teddy? Do do we need to get them out of there? Get what? the dog in the car. You get in the car. You call Teddy. And I'm driving. Okay. What am I telling him? What what? I don't fucking know. Ask him what it looks like over there. Okay. Weirdly enough. You only have one car that you all came in here together. Yeah, so you're right. all in the car <laughs> in now, the car. climbing yeah. in to have a discussion. Who is driving? Val's driving. <laughs> <laughs> Val is driving. Who is in the passenger seat? Uh, I I would have taken Evangeline. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Everett and Doris are two blood wizards. You're sitting in the back seat together. <laughs> yes. Looking at this card I'm imagining, pouring over it for clues, especially yeah. Everett, who I think doesn't trust the simplicity and truth of the tarot quite as much as Doris. Bring in so the dog. The He's... dog is in the back seat as <laughs> well, sitting in the middle, belted in, in between the two of you mm. for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine with me. All right, in the front seat. You were saying, I just want to paint this picture so we know where everyone is, is you. Tell them whatever the fuck you want to tell them. I'm just going to get there as soon as I can. I'm on my phone. I'm calling Teddy. Hey, uh, somebody needs some therapy? Oh, no. Um, okay, uh, there is a psychotic um, elder vampire who is loose in town, and we think that he might uh, attack the, the where you're living, um, where we're living, um, the, the Val Miller uh, Family Protection Building. Just a second. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Doris is quiet from the back, just being like, not yet, not yet. It's a prophecy. <laughs> Okay. Okay. What do you need me to do? <laughs> okay. He rolled high enough that he's still listening. And I composed. don't know. Could you just like look out a window? What's <laughs> happening? I don't know when this is going to happen. Uh, it's probably not going to happen yet unless it's full and it's not full of daytime officers. Okay. So I well, think we're I, fine. I shuttered I think... our windows so I can't look outside because I'm here with a teenager who wants to break out. Right. Um. Hold tight then. And don't open the door to strangers? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Is there anything else? I don't know. Um. Can I talk to Val for a second? uh, Sure. (laughs) Eventually he's going to put him on speaker. Hey, Val. Hi. What am I supposed to do? (sighs) Honestly, you could go... Tell the front desk to lock everything down there till we get there. Okay, I can do that. You also seem like a crazy person. Are there guns in here? There should be fucking guns and a lot of guns there. Okay, and where are the guns? Uh, Val describes like a bag that is probably next to a coffin in a room (laughs) where there's like four shotguns. (laughs) Okay. uh, Ask Will, he'll help you. No, I'm not going to give the kid who wants to escape access to shotguns. We really need to talk about your new weapons policy because we're going to need to lock those up or me making sure we don't have Wi-Fi is a terrible idea to handle this situation. (sighs) I'm going to be a man with a bag with four shotguns. All the other guns are in your room? 
No, they're still back at my old apartment. Okay, perfect. Thank God. And he goes in and grabs the bag of shotguns. You can hear him jostling. He's like, fuck, these are heavy. Okay, I'll go talk to security. Uh, can I have a shotgun? No, you can't have a shotgun, Will. You're just going to want to go back to that fucking vampire. Whatever! And he, <laughs> you hear him go out into the doorway and he's going to let security know. Is there anything Thanks, else you Teddy. need? Thanks, Teddy. Yeah, fuck, fucking, fucking whatever. You're, you're, uh, bye. And he hangs up. <laughs> okay. Eventually just like staring like straight ahead. Doris is going to kind of put it, what she thinks is a comforting hand on your shoulder <laughs> and just say... <laughs> <laughs> Shout. <laughs> It's all right, Evangeline. It's a prophecy. It won't come true until all the pieces are in place. Uh, how, wait, how do you know that? How do you know he's not? What, what, it's maybe he's in just gonna, the like, car. Yeah, but what if he just like rounds up everyone himself and then brings them how and like kills that? them? I don't know. He's a fucking elder vampire. He's sure. Mur- he's murdered a bunch of other elder vampires. I'm sure he'd be fine with like 20 ghouls. Have you heard from the daytime crew where they're at yet? No updates yet. I'll check in on them. Fuck. Oh. Hey, you're checking in. Uh, <laughs> it's me, Barty. Uh, fucking, we got five pairs of pairs of people just driving around the Malkavian Quarter looking for old cars missing a handle. And then we got like the the fucking other. I got another eight at the rec center. And then I fucking went back to the station. I I took I did that because fuck it. All right. Uh, you should know. Uh, Doris has a card that... Okay, good for her. It appears to show uh, the daytime officers in peril at the Val Miller Protection Building. Don't let them come together, Barty! Wait, we're in danger so we gotta separate them? Yes! I think the card stipulates that they have to be together there for there to be an attack. Okay, well where do you want to stow them right now? Well, where else can we do that? We've got, uh... They're already apart, sir. What? Can we take them to the basement at B-Positive Therapy? That's what I was thinking, yeah. Uh, we could go to B-Positive Therapy and put, I think, 13, I think was the number? Uh, 13 officers up there. Wait, why only 13? I think that's the amount it can hold. No, that was just the amount that was there. I think... First of all, there were 12 refugees that were there. I'm assuming they had beds for that. People would fucking sleep on the floor if they're going to fucking die. Uh, Yeah, that's fine, too. Uh, Okay, do you want them to go now or at the end of the shift? End of the shift. Okie dokie. Fuck. Fuck. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I I think he's dead. 
How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. How you doing? It's Sheriff Marty. As you can tell, we're barely keeping the fucking lights on around this place, which is why I gotta ask for your help for New Haven. So here's the deal. The way you can support all of us down in this town, make sure things don't become some kind of fucking bullshit mess. Well, you go to patreon.com slash dice and you support that production company. Yeah, they offer free things like you can be on some kind of fucking Discord where you can all message back and forth or whatever. I gotta have more iced tea. Then uh, you can you can uh, get ad-free feeds where you don't have to hear me fucking tell you to do this. Uh, and then uh, you can you can add names that show up as weird businesses and shit in town, or you can get special thanks in episodes, or even oh please dear God just send more help. You can build your own NPC. I can spill into the world. I can just make things better. So Patreon.com/slash/dumdumdice. Go make some donations for the sake of this fucking town. I wasn't sure, uh, Evangeline, if you're buying into this now, I wasn't sure uh, if keeping them all together anywhere is entirely safe. I agree. Well then, okay, well then split them up. Then, I don't know, take a bunch to... <laughs> they are already split up, Evangeline. <laughs> well then don't put them all. Why, well, why didn't you say that? Because the way you said it made it sound like you thought that it could only hold 13. Then I, I, I don't know what your thought process is. I don't know what the fuck to do about this. Okay. You arrive at the station. Why don't you go see if Teddy's doing all right? Okay, fucking fine. Percy! Bark, bark! He runs from inside the station, clears through the doors, and is out. Troy's like, what the hell is going on? It sounds like it's fucking nuts out here. Troy, are you all right? About what? Are you all right? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I mean, as much as usual. Are the children all right? Yeah, I think they're fine. I didn't let them out or anything. <laughs> right, good. <laughs> Should we go inside? You guys all seem really stressed. Also, oh my God, you're melty, and you're you're melty, and what the fuck happened to you, sir? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go to the hospital. I think. <laughs> hey, you look like shit. You want me to drive you? <laughs> Big gaping hole. That I have. Yeah. Why yep. did you guys bring him here? This is really irresponsible. He's heavily injured. No, no, I, I wanted to come. Okay, S- sir. Do I make the steak, sir? Uh. No, I don't think so. I think we need to see what happens with this Pyramid 2.0 situation playing out the way it did. Their building got burnt down. I, I, I mean, for the right hand of Lilith. Creating the stake, I thought, would bring a kidnapping down upon you. Right. I don't know if that's still that the case. That was part of the plan. Maybe you need to uh, do another reading on that and see if that's changed, but as Depends. of right now... This may not be my place, but we're in the parking lot, and sometimes Barty says when I discuss cases outside, it's supposed to be an indoor conversation. Is this an indoor conversation, or is it cool if passers-by here? It I'm would be indoors. To, I'm going to go feed the children. All right. How much um, night is left? About half a night. 
Uh, this was the first thing they'd done yeah. their their press conference right out so you'd headed straight there from the station you'd had the combat and again it feels like it was a really long time for us that full combat was maybe yeah. 12 seconds mm-hmm. yeah yeah in terms of what happened before it broke down it was so much and and it's happening at vampire speed as opposed to yeah. mortal speed and when you start factoring in celerity on both sides of the conflict and moves then it's dealing with the aftermath coordinating that scene but a lot of that wasn't you guys it was calling paramedics they handle that with the hospital yeah. calling the firefighters they'll take care of the fire yeah you dealt with Red Cell and they got sent on a different errand altogether. So this is just where you are at right now. Yeah. Uh, there's too much to do tonight for me to go to the hospital yet. That's got to be, as long as I can manage it, that's probably the last thing I want to do tonight. Spend the day in the hospital. Do you want me to get uh, a bunch of the, the blood packs out of out of Barty's room or whatever for you? If I do some mental arithmetic, um, how badly does that impact the city's supply if I'm guzzling down a bunch of blood bags in terms of the city you guys have been told that you're okay for the city again the tremere's new members are being taken care of by the tremere and people outside of town so you are in a comfortable space they've always set aside blood for the department to be able to do whatever you need to do frankly you guys were never rationed okay uh yeah troy that sounds like a good idea why don't you go ahead and do that all right i'll find like a lounge chair or something you can lay in oh god (laughs) he turns and runs back inside I know everybody else here is is listening to the tarot card thing, and that's fine. That would be great if that was true. But Val is just like, I don't know. So Val is going right across the street and doing a lap around the the family protection apartments and looking for that car, looking for anything like just like, oh, I like has all this energy trying to look for anything different. Is there anything on the outside? Like, has someone done anything to this building if he did yeah. come by or was scouting it out? I'm just looking. Great. Can you roll me a wits and awareness? <laughs> Angrily looking. (laughs) Just two successes. You circle the Val Miller Family Protection Building, seeing your face emblazoned on the front of it, as you know, is miserable for you and completely joyful for Will in the brief (laughs) moments he's been able to engage with it. Circling around, you don't see anything off about the building. Again, it's been reinforced. There are no windows on the ground floor. Mm -hmm. They've all been at a military grade level of fortification there is a front and a back door both of which are protected by airlock style doors that are very thick clearly these are put together to be anti-vampire style doors Mm -hmm. with a security checkpoint next to them that has a swing around 50 cal pillbox so that someone who is approaching will have to deal with a 50 cal before they can get let in through the door so Heavily put together. In terms of traffic, you are looking at the front of the building. Then when you circle around to the back, there is a backyard that's super well lit with chain link fence with barbed wire around the top. So it's not a somebody can stroll up to the back door kind of thing. There's a small gate that people in the building can get in and out of with key cards. Mm -hmm. You're not seeing any specific traffic around here. It's not a high volume area in terms of parked cars, generally speaking. But there's just nothing that you can see. The building itself looks fine. You're not seeing any marks on it. But again, it's very well secured. They've got video cameras around it. It, Nobody can walk up and just graffiti the Val Miller Family Protection Building without being immediately seen by security. Great. And then because there's cameras and everything, then I'm going to like knock and try to get in and just ask the front like security guards, like, can you pull the tapes for the hours between like the last 20 minutes and now just in case... Fucking car. (laughs) Uh, Sure. And they just set you up with a little computer where you can scroll through the tape over the last stretch. And I'm like, thank you. Can you roll me a wits and investigation? Or intelligence and investigation. Oh, no, this would be wits and investigation. Yeah, this this is gut. Gut, not brain. Oh, come here. (laughs) 
One success. One success. You roll through this evening and do not see the car. But with your one success, the thing I will remind you is you know where he went tonight, so he didn't immediately do a drive-by tonight. Right. However, if he had been doing research, he may have done it on previous nights if he knows this location, if he's been scouting the apartment, if he's been scouting the mm-hmm. town. All right. Then I'm going to tell him it's a long shot. For, from now on, keep an eye out for a car missing one handle. May not show up again, but... Can you run back through the tapes? Is there any time that Horatio has come by this fucking building? I don't know. What kind of thing does he drive? He has a, like a black van, right? All you've seen from them is black SUVs. But I also stretch. had the license plate of it. Yes. So I'll give him black van, this license number. All right. I'll, I'll see what I can find. Uh, you go back to, I imagine, the rest of the group. Yes. I'm satisfied for now. I'm actually going to pull out my phone and call Teddy. <laughs> Uh, hello? Hey, I'm just giving you an update. Doesn't seem like any action tonight, but I let the front desk know what to look for. Okay, I put three of your shotguns in a locker, and I have the fourth one in my hand facing the door. All right, well, you could put that one in a locker, too. Seems like nothing's going on right now. You'll get a heads up. Okay, cool. I'm, uh, I'm gonna stay here, (laughs) but I I appreciate the the check-in. Yeah, well, thanks for your quick action. We'll be in touch. No problem, I guess. Goodbye. And he hangs up. Yep. Then I'll go back to the station. While Val has been scouting that building, what has everyone else been doing at the station? I'm assuming you've left the parking lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, Evangeline took off basically immediately across the street with Percy, like, under her arm, like, kissing his head. Going <laughs> 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 to go and check physically, check in on Teddy. Yep. So you just hear from behind the door, goodbye, as you <laughs> approach your door to your apartment. Uh, and n- knock, knock, knock. T- Teddy? Teddy? It's me, Teddy? Okay, how do I how do I know it's you? Vampires can shapeshift or whatever the fuck. Um, uh, uh, well, do you think it's been me the whole time? I'm trying to think. What can I tell you? Um, it's fucking, it's fucking me. <laughs> you're married (laughs) what (laughs) okay yeah you're you're terrible under pressure and anybody else (laughs) try to come up with a lie come on in and he opens the door he's got a shotgun um hey hey uh you're okay will's okay as far as I know. Okay. And Evangeline just realized, like, she doesn't actually have a plan or anything she wants to do. Um, so do you want a shotgun? I, I mean, I've already got, I've already got a pistol with silver bullets. I'm, I'm okay. Oh, um, do I need silver bullets for this? That would be preferable. Yes. Okay, kid. Where do we I? We gotta how, get how? you silver bullets. Calls Val. <laughs> phone ring yep evangeline you're walking back to the station now fuck what do you have silver silver bullets for your shotguns what silver for the shotguns the town's been out of them for fucking ever fuck hangs up (laughs) val calls back (laughs) what yes are you okay i'm with teddy he just he's got a shotgun but it's just like regular (sighs) bullets fuck you scared the shit fine fuck goodbye hangs up (laughs) was that um uh uh 
Why 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 is your uh, hand on your head? Why are you sounding so panicked right now? What did Val say that's so bad? Um no, we don't have any silver for the shotguns. Okay, We're so running is this thing low just, on ammo. Is this thing just anyways. useless? Should I just like no, put no, it no, in a no, locker? No, no, no. Um it's not useless. All right, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I I don't know what to do in this situation and there's so much going on. Um and you're fine and you're great. Okay. Um, we need a secondary location to get you to. I don't want you in this building right now. Okay. Do you want me to go to the station? Yes. Okay. We're going to have to bring Will. Okay. I think that's fine. The station wasn't on the card. What? <laughs> There's a, there's a, there's a fucking, one of Doris' fucking cards. Uh, I mean, that didn't really answer a question for me, but okay. And the daytime officers, it's not like they're all going to be coming to the station at the same, we're not going to let them come to the station Okay, the right now time. you're kind of talking through this right now, but and this feels like, based on the urgency, we need to move quickly. Are we bringing Will to the station right now? Uh, it calls Val. <laughs> <laughs> Val, you're, you're in the station parking lot now. <sighs> Hell, I would. Should we move Teddy and and Will into the station? Why? Why the fuck would you do that? Well, why the... what? Well, they're not... I don't know that they're safe in here. I just... I just scoped it out. I looked at everything. The place is shuttered. It's one fucking brouhaha elder. Wait, do we not have to worry about one fucking brouhaha elder? Can you roll me? Yeah. A, a composure and dexterity. Mm-hmm. Oh or no, a composure and technology. Okay. That's that's I, the role for this. Do I get to keep both of them or do I drop one because of my clan bane if I'm getting angry? Oh, if you drop one because of your clan bane, then yeah. This is... One success. One success. You crush the cell phone in your hand. <laughs> Fuck! Mm. The call just cuts off randomly. Okay, I'm sorry, Teddy. I just realized I don't really know what to expect um, from this vampire. Uh, so I guess stay here because Val scoped it out. Fuck, I'm so sorry. Fuck, just stay here and I'll keep in touch. Val, Fuck. can you roll me a wits and awareness? Two successes. You do have a radio. Oh, right. <clears throat> You crush the radio. (laughs) (laughs) Turn on the radio. Clark, leave them there. It's fine. Just come over the station. We'll all discuss this. Okay. Okay. Fuck. Okay. Cop. Copy. Over and out. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Inside the apartment. He, Teddy hears this. Mm -hmm. He goes, okay, I'll keep my not great shotgun and. I'll find some zip ties in case we got to move Will, and then you let me know what you need. Okay, okay, just don't do anything fucking stupid or fucking heroic or fucking anything. Just stay the fuck alive, okay? I mean, I've been hiding in an apartment with a shotgun. I don't know if that's terribly heroic, and this whole thing feels pretty fucking stupid, but okay, we got to just go. Go, do the cop thing. I'll stay inside the fortified building. If you can get me here, I'm fucked no matter where I am, so go. Yeah, okay. Points in points at him just i love you bye see you later great i love you too based on today's events i we're gonna need to revisit me becoming a vampire 
Yeah. Okay, cool. Turns and walks out. He closes the door. You hear it lock. You hear the chain go. You hear a shotgun rack. And he, goes, <laughs> and he goes, fuck, I did that earlier. One just came out. And he has to go find the shotgun shell that he tried to action hero into dumping on the floor. As this has been occurring, Everett and Doris, you're in the station. Troy has brought out a shitty lounge chair that he found in evidence. It's one of those sun chairs that extends okay. out fully. One yeah. of the arms is a little bent and missing. That's all right. That's kind of you my are, arm, too. You are laid out in that, and they have rigged up four separate IVs of ration bags that are now pumping blood into you. Okay. Uh, it is it is off to the side because it, ration packs are a different color than they would be for other vampires, and it's not going to be anywhere where anyone can come in. They'll probably do that right. in the evidence room so okay. they can keep that private to you. Troy's too stupid to know the difference. <laughs> They're just <laughs> bags to him. I love the boy, but he doesn't understand the bag system. Uh, you are Doris. Would you feed your cats? Are you going to hang out with Everett? Are you spending some time in your apartment? What's your strategy? I, yeah, I feel like I feel like she's she's walking around putting out mul- so many cans of tuna around her room just and she i think she's when you say so many can you tell me how many that is how many is? cats do i have you again? have six according to our most oh, recent so episodes six, six cans of tuna all in very specific areas of the room that she's trained each cat to go to so they don't interfere with other cats um dinner. that's good because pig is a pig yeah oh fuck pig. yeah and um and i think she's actually quite happy uh, with the day's uh, goings on, and I think she's kind of just like putting two now. Just she's kind of uh, the pyramid two point burned to the ground. Right? <laughs> I get it. Right? I get it. Number one, pyramid two point burned to the ground. Number two, Lucius Balefire is for the moment helicoptered away. And number three, someone finally believes her about her goddamn magic. So I think she's swishing around. She's like feeding her cats. She's like, somebody believes me. Like she's just like, she's having a nice little um, celebration to herself. Um, And then uh, she's going to, mm, does she keep the hat? Yes, because the turtle's not done with. So um, she keeps the hat on. Her volcano beanie with yeah. the volcanic streamers that you have to flip around with your hand because they're too heavy. Correct. To move on the, in the wind. Correct. Um, that hat. Um, and then once the cats are fed, she's going to put the card in like a place of honor. She has like a special stand for particularly good cards. So she has like an an easel yeah. that displays one card? Yes. Is there like a frame in the center of it that it can slot into or does it just rest on the, like she bought an easel no, from no, an no, art store? No, 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 there's a frame. It... Okay. Yeah, it's gold. Um, rose gold. And uh, yeah, so she puts the card in there and it's like, yeah. And then she just kind of goes down the stairs um, and just kind of sits next to Everett. So Everett, you've had some moments alone. First with Troy puttering around you and then Barty actually coming in to do the IV hookup because Troy <laughs> got slippy fingers. Uh, so they got that done. <laughs> then Barty gets you hooked up. Yeah. Do you want to be alone in here before Doris comes down to join you? Do you want to have a moment to just think or do you want to talk to Troy or Barty? Um, I think he'd have a question for Bart. You know, he's kind of sitting like, I think, hunched over 
um, kind of bracing his his elbows on his knees, kind of leaning over that way, keeping himself up. Um, his jacket, his jacket, his um, like his long coat is off, and his shirt's probably all like open as well to to get the the IVs in and everything like that. And his sleeves are up for if they go into his arms or anything. Yeah, so he just looks like shit. Um, and uh, uh, he'll say, um, Bart, uh, this guy, this hand of Lilith, he uh, diabolized a bunch of older, more powerful vampires. Okay. I hear it's the single worst kind of crime you can commit in vampire society. Yeah, pretty much. Has there ever been a sanctioned execution by diablery? You mean where they just diablerize them? Yeah, that's the execution. That's the punishment. They get eaten themselves. That's a great question. I'm going to need to check something. And Barty goes to check the old dusty tomes he has in his office as I turn to the rule book. (laughs) (laughs) Would that be like capital punishment? It's like you've killed someone... For the very crime that you're committing against them then? Yeah. Ugh. I mean, you'd get hella powerful then. Be pretty dope. That's the that's the real question. If yeah. you I mean, get to absorb their power. Yeah. yeah. Barty returns a few moments later and says, All right, I tried to find it in a book and I couldn't, so I just called Alabaster Kane. So, it sounds like you can legally diabolize them, but that's got to be recorded somewhere if that's the outcome of a blood hunt, because... People can check your aura or whatever and know if you've diabolized somebody. So it's fine if you kind of stay where it was known to have happened. But if you go on the road, other Camarilla, if they just, like, check your shit, will think you're a fucking psycho and then execute you. So, like, high risk, high reward. Right. I tried to uh, approach this arrest and act like a mortal cop again. And I had... uh, I had something like this happen to me a while ago where I thought I kind of knew all the angles and what a psychopath might do. Okay. Two for two, it hasn't ended well. Uh, Thankfully, I didn't lose any officers this time, but yeah, I I think about that sometimes. And uh, I think I need to be approaching these things like more of a, vampire okay i mean it makes sense i think i think you kind of gotta go like if you're dealing with vampires you're a vampire if you're dealing with mortals and you're fucking mortal not that you're mortal but like you can apply different rules yeah there's yeah. a reason the camarillo's like you do something bad they fucking kill you everybody's so goddamn dangerous yeah i don't think i'm uh i don't think i'm dangerous enough yet <laughs> okay just thinking here, Bart. Never, never you mind. You think you're going to eat this fucking guy? I can kind of read between the lines on this. Uh, there, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to hide it. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I don't imagine it'll even happen. But, uh. But if you got the chance, you're thinking you're going to fucking take it? If it meant getting stronger, you know, preventing another night like tonight, maybe. Okay. I don't know much about fucking blood, so. I mean, my advice is, like, do what you gotta do, man. This is a fucking shithole. Everybody <laughs> keeps trying to kill us, and everything's terrible. Yeah. We got, like, fucking... I don't, I don't even... How many fucking... 
I'm just uh yeah. He takes out a piece of paper and he's like, I think we got fucking like uh fucking at least like twenty dead people. I mean, some of them are vampires. We got like a shitload of corpses and shit. Yeah. And that's not counting the fucking building. I definitely puked in that basement. It doesn't mean I did the murders, but when they go through for forensics and find vomit down there, someone's going to be mine. <laughs> that fucking pool thing was fucked up. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So we, I got like 140 bodies currently. We can take out this fucking guy. We can close the case on like, I don't know, 120 of them. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get them. Just a question of how and what the collateral damage is going to be. Yeah, and what happens if you eat somebody's soul? Does it become like a part of you? Or are you going to be more fucked up? I came close once, I think. And there was... Jesus. There was something going on there. I got pulled away, but... Yeah, there's something more to it than just draining a vampire dry. There's an, another special part of it. Okay, well, I'm just going to say, if this is the fucking plan... You can probably tell Val. She'll be able to help operationalize it. Doris, it's a blood hunt. She gets it. I think Evangeline might be weird about you eating somebody's soul. So just like figure out how you're going to you're gonna frame it. Yeah. Well, we'll see if it even happens, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> anyway, if I can uh, get enough of this in me to get up and around for the rest of the night, I think we might as well head down to uh, Malkavian headquarters. Their leader's dead, being impersonated by a criminal. Might be something there that we can yeah, find I mean, some also, evidence. Yeah, and also the media are kind of showing up out front because we got a whole bunch of fucking people who don't know what's going on. And we got like, oh, how many fucking, uh, he pulls out his paper again. He's like, I think we, at least eight. I don't know how many more. We got at least eight dead people. Yeah. People tend to be kind of more neutral on the vampires, but the Pyramid 2.0 has kind of been getting a lot of press so that it burned fucking down and everybody's fucked. It's fucked. It's it's fucked. They want to know how fucked it is and why fucked. I don't know. You're I gonna... suppose they want to hear that from me and not from one of our more uh, camera friendly. As you can see, like he gestures to his melting face and body. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's the deal. You're fucking melted to shit. And Evangeline, I heard from Troy, also a bit of a wax candle. A little bit. Val, a little bit of a wax candle. So God help us all. I think the only person who can address the media is Doris. I mean... <laughs> She, uh, you know, she really showed me some stuff tonight. I mean, I'm up for letting her have a swing at it. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll let the media know. Doris will be out to address them in a minute. Oh, she's coming down now. All right. You might want to coach her on what to say because otherwise, fuck. Yeah. He, he opens the door to leave. She's going to like come traipsing down the stairs and saying, sir, I've been wondering about how to kill this person. Uh, Right, and what uh, what have you come up with so far? Well, more so about um, how much of a waste we want it to be, or not. A waste? What do you mean? Of him, of it, of everything. We've been given a gift, sir. Uh, do you see it? I struggle to see the gift right now, Doris. What What are you talking about? There's so much power there, sir. Power in the in the hand of Lilith. The power that he holds. Yes. I see. Uh, and what do you propose, Officer Barbara? I'm not necessarily proposing anything for you to do, sir. But I'm just saying it would be a shame for all that power to go to waste. But I'm not suggesting anything well, official. I, I happen to agree. 
Um, but uh, that's for later. I have something for you now, if you're up for it. Of course, sir. The press are amassing outside the station, and they need a statement. And I need you to give it. Why are you laughing? (laughs) (laughs) Doris, Doris, I need you. Yes, no, a smile comes over her face and says, um, normally I'd ask if you're sure, sir, but. There's no one else to do it. Right? I can't do it. Evangeline and Val are both also in pretty rough shape. Right. You came out of that thing unscathed. I I think that might put a, maybe a better look on things, but I need you to take Let's say uh, three questions. After that, you're going to say that we'll prepare a statement covering all the other events of tonight. So I just go out there and I say, I will be taking three questions, please and thank you. Yeah. Now. Do I tell them the truth? What do you mean, tell them the truth? What I want you to tell them are facts. The facts as they were laid out. Tonight. People don't like my facts, sir. I know. I need you to talk uh, facts uh, kind of through the perspective of the more uh, regular folk in New Haven. Do you know what I mean when I say that? They're not going to understand uh, your unique perspective. I think I understand. You know, when you talk about don't go into a golden coffin. They're not going to know what that means. Well, it makes sense to me. Right, I see. It makes sense to you, right, but not to anyone else because they don't know your life. That sort of thing. Can I mention the tarot card, sir? The prophecy? I would not mention that. Right. Adding it to the list of things to talk about. In fact, regardless of the three questions asked, the information you can give them Right. Is related to the events of tonight. That we were, that we had information that the hand of Lilith was impersonating Horatio Sundrop, has killed Horatio Sundrop, <laughs> and is endangering the town of New Haven. Um, I have a feeling that the humans are going to want to know what to do. You can tell them. To run. No. Leaving New Haven is basically, uh, as I understand it, puts a, a death warrant out for any of them. Right. So puts it's a bullseye just on their back. Put your trust in us, the sheriff's department, that will solve all of your problems. The investigation is ongoing. Right. And we are confident we will capture and kill the hand of Lilith. Confident. And hopefully not too many more people will die. Are you, I see you writing that and then saying that. Are you saying hope, don't say hopefully not too many people more will die. Don't say that. Right. That. That's really fun to see Tyler's hope in me just die. (laughs) Yeah. The magic is real, but yeah. perhaps this is not magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, 
She's not acting. Yeah. Um, she is just jotting down like random words that you're saying and, and oh, nodding along. So full, full trust, sir. Out front. <laughs> Evangeline, you are, are crossing the street hurriedly with Percy towards the station. You see a frustrated Val go in through the front doors. You follow. Inside, Barty <sighs> has knocked on the door to the evidence room and opened and said, all right, the media's pulling up. You got to go, Doris. Right. And she's just going to kind of, she's going to straighten her hat and she's going to just walk out. Yep. Evangeline, you see a Ventru news van pull up alongside the, one of the trucks of the labels for the podcast and some of the other media in the area as you step mm. in through the front doors. And you and Val see Doris fully striding forwards in her volcano beanie, proudly making her way towards the front doors with Barty saying, you got to get out of the way. She's got to address the press. Whatever. <laughs> Evangeline just mouth opening and closing, just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. And Barty opens the interior front doors and Doris, you step out to efface the awaiting media. <laughs> this episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of players Tyler Hewitt, Clara Blackwood, Del Borovic, and Laura Hamstra, alongside storyteller Ryan LaPlante. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy Funky Head, Nomad the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, Alex Parr, Old Man Mojo, Dragonfly, The Body Barrelers, Megan Werner, A Man Out of Time, Curtis at FingertechRobotics.com, Panda24NN, Shendra D, Your Homeboy Bones, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at Patreon.com slash DumDumDice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.